Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Episode 45. Mm-hmm. December 28th. I actually don't know what episode it is. It's you said you there. checked, so I guess it's 45. But That's I've what totally the directory number is. Yes, all right. And that Perfect. tells us our action. Excellent. Almost 2009. Yes. Did you have a good Christmas, Jeff? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no? shit. What? I forgot it was Christmas. <laughs> You I forgot that in, it was Christmas. I spaced it. I okay. I slept in. I got up. I was very hungry. Uh-huh. Everything was closed. Oh, Everything yeah. was closed. I have you know had what that I experience had? before. Yeah. You know what I had? What? My Christmas breakfast. What? Five green popsicles, because that's all that was in the house. <laughs> oh, I had to eat yeah. those stupid leprechaun dick oh, popsicles. Oh, I'm sorry. Ugh. I have had that problem before. I had that problem one time when... Um, I was it was Thanksgiving and uh my girlfriend at the time was going back to her parents' house and I did not want to fucking go. <laughs> so I was like, fuck that. I am staying here. But the problem is that the refrigerator broke the <laughs> night before Thanksgiving. So all of the food, like I woke up the next morning and all of the food was like totally spoiled. Well you actually would so cook like, for yourself. Oh god too, damn right? it. I would not cook. But I wouldn't even had green popsicles, is my point. Yes. Right? Like, they, they all would have been melted. melted. I could have drank them out of a cup. Yep, that's true. That doesn't seem so appealing. I mean, what, you know what? You that's know what? The thing. On the what fourth popsicle, freezing? I actually kind of, it was starting, they were starting to turn good to me. Oh, God. It was like yeah. cough drops. The first one's really bad. Yeah. And then after a while, yeah. you're just like, That's oh, what they say on Capitol Hill, too. Damn it. What is it about freezing that makes it so that something you would normally think tasted shitty tastes good like if you had to drink the popsicle like flavored water well, it would be fucking nasty well, I you bet. know you but you're know, like oh delicious in popsicle form well you know how i don't waste anything you know i can't do no, it. i don't know that at all that actually i do not know if i leave this out tonight and it's still here on my desk you will drink that amped i'll put it back in the fridge until it's cold and then i'll still drink it wow okay I would drink it. bacteria so, boy I, j- I can't. Of course, nothing's going to grow will in not, amp. I will not waste Co- yeah, soda. That's true. So that's probably you're probably fine uh-huh. with there. That that probably. No, I was for just weeks, watching but... this documentary mm-hmm. about the disasters that made the uh, Earth form. What? And uh, there are these crazy bacteria that like produce potassium. There's these yeah. crazy bacteria that eat uh-huh. sul- uh, sulfur. Yeah. There's something that would live in amped. Okay. Because Casey, eventually life will find a way. way. Okay. And that and those and those bacteria would be right. so extreme. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, and you would send a- animal videos like through your microscope. <laughs> You'd be like, "Check it out! The bacteria looked at the camera. It looked right at the camera with its oh. pseudopod. It like pointed at me." I'm gonna get That's some good awesome. action. I tried to buy stealth that. bacteria. Check I- it out. It's a ninja bacteria. It's frozen. No, it's holding a pose. Stop this it. is awesome. <laughs> then you'd send me another one and be like, Dramatic where bacteria. are the bacteria? <laughs> and it's just like, there's no bacteria in it. And that was like remarkable to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we would have a whole series of the animal links from your amped, amped Moving links. across yeah. the screen. Look at how slow it goes. <laughs> and then you'd have one with the Benny Hill soundtrack. It's like a bunch of bacteria moving around but at you... like 30x speed. And it's like... But you'd like that. Yeah, I'd love that. I tried to buy an electron microscope last December. and tried to buy one? Yeah. and Why did you buy one? I put in an order, and yeah. then they asked when they called and asked me. They said, "You know, what kind of lab are you? What do you do there? Are you studying chips or anything?" I was yeah. like, "No." They're like, "You understand this takes like 550 watt uh, amp fuses and stuff." Yeah. And I was like, "No." <laughs> so, Why didn't you just say yes? 
Well, I didn't want to like, have the building Ray, rate. when someone asks you if you have 550 amp fuses, you, you say, say yes. yes. All right. Well, I blew it, and so they wouldn't sell it to me. Blew it? I get it. That's a good pun. Stop it. Well, what the fuck? This is supposed to be America. When they call up, they're just supposed to say, where do you want your electron microscope? And you say, over there. That's, like, what's supposed to happen, right? It's not supposed to be about, like, do you have the right fuses and shit. Or are they afraid you're going to use it for terrorist purposes? I don't think you can use it for that because it's not the kind that you have to prepare the samples for. It's the new the new scanning kind. Okay. That you don't have to put the, like, gold dust on it and stuff. Yeah. It's supposed to be really awesome, but I was denied. Hmm. Maybe if I got the building in our new building to run us a special thing. I Why don't you just have me take this phone call next time? Because it, it sounds like I'll be able to handle this just fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got those. Yeah, we wired those yesterday. 550, 551, yeah. whatever Where's my fucking microscope? <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that stopped me was I figured it would be totally awesome for the first month. And you never use it again. And then I'd never turn it How on much again. does it cost? Uh, 75k. They're not. They're oh, they're wage. not even that expensive. Mm-mm, not anymore. And this is a brand. They were calling you on the phone to see if you had shit for a seventy-five thousand dollar piece of equipment that cost less than like a car. I think it was more like they weren't trying to screen me. They were just like, dude, we don't want to deliver this, and you can't plug it in, and then you just send it back, right? Oh. You know, they were afraid of returns. Yeah, yeah exactly. they were afraid of returns on the like electron game companies. We get so many returns. We're, we're, we on get these. so many boxes back. Awesome. We get chargebacks on our royalty statement. Yeah. Anyway. I, if you get electron microscope, I'm going to Rick roll you with it. I'm going to get like a little Rick Astley. I'm going to arrange the molecules in the shape of a Rick Astley head. That's, I'm going to be like, Jeff, check it out what I found. The researchers at IBM have probably already Rick done it with, it, the, yeah. with the tunneling microscope. Yeah. A little device, quantum device that can. Yeah. Never got it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. So do you want to hit our first story of the podcast? Oh, I want to. I want to hit that first story. We have not done anything on the list, and we're yeah. Let's just full on one hit tenth it. of the way through the podcast already. Right. Let's hit How it like roll. a like a Seattle driver. Yep. In the winter. Oh, we'll be talking about that. Yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to do it. You have the you made the list. Well, you have the links. This All is right, you're, fine. we're starting with brothel. Yeah, well, this, All I, I know what's people I know what would love with. my topics written down here because they would right. the chicken scratch you got uh, over there on your little notebook. No, no, I'm just saying this no. this is interesting topics from the topic titles alone. Alone, I'm fascinated. Their interest. Yeah. So this, <clears throat> I think this has happened to everyone at some point in their life. Yeah, you know, if they've ever had a romantic relationship. Yeah. Where they, you know, go into a establishment of low moral fiber, such mm-hmm. as a strip club, right. or in this case, a brothel, and they find their girlfriend or wife is an employee, unbeknownst to them. Yeah. Right? That's a... We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there once or twice. Yeah. Right? And so this news story is about that. It's called, What Are You Doing Here? Man Asks Wife at Brothel. That is <laughs> the headline. The, that's the headline. That's the headline. And the story is, from Warsaw, a Polish man got the shock of his life when he visited a brothel and spotted his wife among the establishment's employees. Polish tabloid Super Express said the woman had been making some extra money on the side while telling her husband she worked at a store in a nearby town. I was dumbfounded. I thought I was dreaming, the husband told the newspaper on Wednesday. The couple married for 14 years are now divorcing. The paper reported. Yeah, they, they threw that That's last little bit in. Yeah, yeah. This it is the kind of like investigative a... reporting that we can count on from the internet. Yep. Some tabloid said that a guy saw his wife in a in a brothel. They're getting divorced. Thank you. 
Meanwhile, Bat Boy <laughs> please, resurfaces. Please upvote. In Stockholm. No, no, no. It just then it did plead for upvotes. Yeah. Please well, dig this. When he says, I thought I was dreaming. Like, that, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of confused about the dream where your wife is working at a brothel and you're going <laughs> and to you're that going brothel. To like, brothel. I wonder what Freud says about that dream. I, I wonder if he even well, touched on that subject. That's the, already kind of confusing. The thing that um, struck me was that the man was so outraged, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in those similar circumstances, right? you know, I I think the woman would be able to somehow turn that back on you and say, what are you doing here? What? Forget me for a second. What the hell are you doing in a brothel? I bet the guy takes the brunt of that, regardless of well, her Well, what was he doing status. in the brothel? That's the question. Well, no, see, this is, like I was explaining to you, this is like that Bert and Ernie Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. Where, um, do you remember what they were getting for each other? No. Like, Bert had to sell... Which one of them was working in the brothel? <laughs> Bert, Bert or Ernie? Bert. Definitely Bert. Bert. Yeah. yeah. He's got that pointy head. <laughs> it's useful for all sorts of things. <laughs> Sorry, continue. And it's got a little tuft of... It does have it's a little, little tuft. French tickler on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, new birth no, tips. No, there condoms. was there was that um oh, that was that Christmas <clears throat> episode where Bert yeah. sold like something for his pigeons yeah. to get Ernie something. Yeah. And then Ernie sold the thing that Bert's present was going to uh, go with for something for the pigeons. I see. But then I, I said this is what this is. See, the woman just went to work at the brothel to get her husband, you know, some gift. Right. Right. Well, probably a gift that. certificate to the that. brothel. That it did not say that. I'm just reading in. I'm well, bring, this he's seems probably like a, was trying a very to, to make some extra commu- money to like replace all the cash that her, her husband burned. is paying at the brothel. Exactly. And then unbeknownst he goes, to her, she's he's actually paying her the money. Yes. But now the brothel owner's taking a cut. So it's basically this family's just getting fucked out of twenty five percent. Yeah. Just period. It's like a tax it's at a, that point, right. pretty much. It's like a table tax yeah. in poker. Right. Yep. I wonder the, if she was like, Well, fuck it, I'm charging you regular rates at home from now on. <laughs> That's right. Like <laughs> just <sit laughs> She comes to bed and where's your yeah. where's you your don't single? get any special exemption. Yeah. Where's you your no Where's your singles? You want to put on the you if you want to put that Bert thing on your head and do whatever it is you're going to do. I expect full. I expect well, my seventy five bucks. Well, this you remember the what was what the are name Polish of the, brothel rates? I said seventy five dollars. Well, I'm you like, said, is that am I insulting a Polish brothel worker at this point by suggesting that seventy five dollars? You could probably or is that, or is that high? buy the brothel. Okay, for so you can just take you yeah. can just take her home. It kind of sounds like a joke. Like how many Polish brothel workers does it take to surprise her husband? Right, just one. I don't know. You're right, it's, it's a joke a, that doesn't make any yeah. sense. But then again, but, this is so the Jeff and Casey show. That, remi- <laughs> that reminded me of the, what was it called? Cynthia or C- Cindy's in oh, North well, Seattle? In Seattle, in yeah. Seattle there is a pancake house, uh, which I have never actually- In quotes or a real pancake house? A pancake house. house. Pancake no, house. just a pa- an actual yeah. pancake house. Yeah. And all the things I was about to try and say to clarify that, like, no, no, a buttermilk pancake. Right. Like, no, all were bad, worse. right? Yeah. yeah. Dutch baby. I don't yeah. know what I, all the pancake terms are dirty. If you if you've already assumed that it's a strip joint, no, it's actually a pancake house where they serve like pancakes, the okay. real kind, literally. Yep. Um, which also you can't use literally even because that's what it sounds worth. Like a, no. it, I literally got pancaked at this place. <laughs> um. So anyway, it's a pancake house called Cindy's, but it's spelled C Y N D Y S or something like this. Oh, like stripper it's, Cindy. It's already spelled like a strip club. Yep. 
And now they're turning it into a strip club. They like filed the oh like, somebody permit bought it. Yes. Okay. So it's not going to be a pancake house anymore. It's going to be a pancake house in quotes, like you were saying before. It's going okay. from real pancakes to pancakes. Oh, this is right? going to be. You know what? We need to go there opening day on Sunday morning because Do I've really? been down to Pancake House uh, Sunday at like oh the original Pancake yeah, House yeah yeah right down here. Brooklyn, yeah. All it is is like ninety percent eighty year old people and their wife. All those oh motherfuckers you are going to show, show up. Of course for, they for the are. Pancakes. For the pancakes that first morning. Oh, my God. And there's going to be coronary. Where did all the windows go? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Start yeah. to, and, you know, they probably still do. You know, they're going to have the standard stripper buffet kind of style <laughs> food. Right? Maybe some of the ones with so, thick enough glasses won't, won't even notice. Right. Or it's like, okay, the, the, you know, page one story is Cindy's, you know, strip club opens at site of old Pancake House. Page two story is you know, heart attacks up 75%. No, I think it's right? going to be it's something like, all like Monday morning. It's going to be like uh, all the strippers quit from Cindy's because there was full on Viagra rage. No, no, what? no. Dude, they're coming ready. Like no. old people come no. to roll now. Dude. Old people, everyone I've ever known who worked as a waitress says old people don't tip for shit. Oh, sure. I'm just and saying, strippers are going to not like that. They're going to be like, fuck this. I I'm agree. going to a different club. I agree. I agree. These I, 85-year-old dudes who can't even see. But see, the problem is, is now you have these 85-year-old guys that would have been harmless previously. Right. And okay, now they're Viagra full-on rage. Viagra right. rage. Yep. And they're ready to roll. Yep. Right. They're there. Like, yeah. what was the Chris Rock thing? If you ever find your strip, if you're ever at a strip club during the day, you have a problem. <laughs> you have a problem. Right? Yeah, right. If you ever eat the food at a strip club, a you have point. a problem. That's a very good point. All right. Cindy's in order. Right, we'll, we'll watch for that. Uh, well, Special I don't report. really think that I will, because not that there's anything wrong with going to a strip club on a Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> Praise be to Jesus. But uh, I think this is like in some section of town that I'm just not going to go to. It's like oh, north up north Seattle? on Aurora or something. It's like You have a Mason-Dixon line in Seattle that you won't cross. And that's there's the a, north so Seattle? Koreatown, there's like a, a Koreatown up there, which is good. You go there and there's like good stuff up there. The strip clubs there. are really awesome? No. Oh, okay. I meant for like food. Okay. I meant for literal pancakes, not figurative pancakes. All right. Other than that, I can't think of a single reason why you would ever drive north on Aurora. Like, it just, I, I have no idea why you would. <laughs> it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Well, the thing, uh, if you don't live in the Pacific Northwest, yeah. Aurora is the site of, like, five serial killers have, like, um, yeah. patrolled. So, and no, if you Aurora, had to live on Aurora, you would be too. Right. Because, right? well, it's like, totally something about the weather or something, we breed the serial killers. You know, when you see, like, Dexter living in warm in Miami, no. No. He's no. chilling here in Seattle yep, in the rain right. and snow. Yep. They make him go bananas. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, see, the thing is, if, if you have a part of town, I don't know where you, you live in the world right now, the listener, mm -hmm. but if you have a part of your town or a nearby town or something that has, like, motels that have like a total of six rooms a sign that says something like free cable right. but like the a is missing that kind of thing and none of the lights work that's the kind like that's yes. what we're talking about if they that charge is Aurora Avenue. by the hour right. by the right. hour not by the day yep. like classic like motel like interstate 76 kind of shit yeah <laughs> so anyway all right, Interstate 76 Cindy's. is the wrong thing. What's the what's like? What, I'm th trying to think like one of those Midwestern interstates where you stop on the side of the road and it plays a little twangy guitar and the tumbleweed goes by and you're you know, talking about you like Deliverance style. Banjo? I don't know. I've never seen Deliverance. Oh, okay, I've heard it's good.
It's not good. Okay, but. never mind. All right. Well, so we, we need to watch out for it. You're not going. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to tell me how it was. <laughs> what if the what if they continue serving pancakes? And that's they're Maybe just they, delicious. They, I guess they could corner the market on this is one of the things where you put two things together. Like you could be just another strip club. That's not interesting. But <gasps> Wait. if it's strip club and pancake house. What? I just realized it. What? Porn and pancakes. That's what oh, they're providing yes! to the people. That's right. So that church, the East Side Church is hooking up with Cindy's. Is gonna be all about this. Yep, they're gonna be on top of that. We should uh, we should send <laughs> them an, an email in earnest yeah. that's like, we would like you to come to our own porn and pancakes. Well, yeah, well, what Cindy should do is take their um, flyer. Yes. They don't have to change nope. any of the text. They can be basically the same. Just change the address of the thing. Because they could have the triple well, X pastors. But there, well, but there's one difference there, which was that the... Like the porn and pancakes thing was all male. This sounds like it's going to be female for male strip I club. See. Whereas the East Side Church was all about like super gay shit. Remember they were yeah, like well, no women allowed, right? right? Well, porn and pancakes guys was for the, guys. the porn and pancakes, right? right? Porn, and porn and pastries was for right, the for, women, but all women again. So they were yes. like they were like our place in Capitol Hill, where each floor of the club <laughs> is for a different pairing. Right? So they've got like man on man, girl on girl, and maybe guy on. I don't even w know for W exactly. But point being, M for M. Exactly. I see. It's that kind of a thing. And this is M W for M's. What this the this particular Cindy's, Cindy's? sounds like a yeah. W for M. Yeah. All right. Cindy's is W for M or M for W clientele oriented. I guess. All right. Uh, point being, if you're going to go to a strip club brothel slash, even if it's your wife is working there, because once you know she's working at a brothel, this is right. still good advice. Wear a condom, but. <laughs> Be very Not. careful how you put it on, which brings up our next story. Look at that segue. You see what I did there? I saw what it you did. It was pretty there. good. That was pretty good. I just I grabbed the bull by the nuts and dragged it <laughs> and dragged and put on a condom. Stop it. So this next story is entitled simply "Killed by Condom," and it was sent in by one of our listeners, whose right. name we do not know how to pronounce. Petri per Perho. Petri Petri. Do you know how to pronounce his name? I thought it was Perho, but I'm scared to say that word. We don't know how to pronounce your name, so call the hotline okay. at some point and tell us how to pronounce your name so we can read it nice time. But he sent in a, a clipping called Killed by Condom, and it reads, A man accidentally killed himself by putting a condom over his head in a bizarre sex stunt. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which... Which reminds me, last time I put on a condom, I don't think it said anything on there that said, like, this may be a choking hazard, keep away yes. from small children or anything shit like that. Maybe he was watching, like, Howie Mandel, and he was just trying to get his jokes it's on. It's possible. And then... I don't know. It says, an inquest heard Gary Ashbrook, 31, was found suffocated naked on his bed, wearing the inflated rubber, beside empty cans of laughing gas. Yep. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Paul you know Michael when your Gold mother always says at East Brabant Court that Ashbrook of New Haven, East Sussex, did it for "quote unquote" sexual gratification. You so think death by condom asphyxiation plus laughing gas in the room, and they were thinking what foul play? Like what? <laughs> what was the other explanation that they would have needed? <laughs> let's bring in to discredit. Let's bring in Sherlock Holmes. Here. Yeah, he's like, it's like, what hmm. the fuck is wrong with you people? Exactly. Um. No, so here's the thing. You know how your mother always says, like, make sure you're wearing clean underwear in case you ever get hit by a bus? Yes. Right? She never said anything about having a condom on your head <laughs> and making sure that you breathe 
enough oxygen and not too much uh, nitrous well, maybe, oxide. Maybe he heeded his mother's advice and maybe he that, was wearing clean underwear. That's true. Right. The, so the underwear did, was clean. The failsafe was in place. Right. So at least he doesn't have to be embarrassed that's now. That's true. By having died with soiled underwear. Yes. Granted, he was wearing condom on his head and he's filled with laughing gas, but and he was naked, right? He spared. The, he was also. It didn't say that. Did I just? Did I just inject that oh, no, into you're my right. mind? It does okay. Say. He was found suffocated naked on his bed, wearing yes. the inflated underwear. So naked is not technically true. He had a condom on. Okay, that's true. They should be clear they about. this. They should be clear thing. about that. Right. So he was almost naked. Maybe he just didn't know how it was supposed to work. Right. He's some teenager. In in like a in you know a really Christian yeah. family, yeah. No sex ed. He went and bought the condoms. His friend says you put them on your head. Didn't understand. Although laughing gas kind of. Yeah, I don't think. I think he had a where pretty do you get good la- idea what was. Where going do you get laughing gas? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Apparently at the condom nitrous store. Nitrous oxide. I don't know where do you get that. That's what I it don't is, think right? you can because it's it's a dangerous. Maybe he was a dentist. I see. dentists are kind of fucked up sometimes. Yep. You never know. No, they are. It's pretty much for sure. Maybe he was going to perform <laughs> oral sex, so he put the condom over his head. Like, figuring he's going to dive like in there. Like style? I guess. Oh. You'd think you could just do your mouth at that point, but you can't really get it over your mouth. I mean, you can just put your own tongue. Stop! Yeah. Stop it. Hopefully he doesn't have spermicide. Stop it! In there, and might taste a little weird. Oh, man. I wonder if this was a new condom, or if it's like the same one he normally uses. What if he's just got one condom? Yeah, I don't know. Like, Maybe he's like he went and got normal condoms and Magnum for his head. I have no idea. I have <laughs> Maybe no idea. Maybe that's a whole new product line. Head condoms? Yeah, head condoms. Breathable. <laughs> so you don't suffocate. How many times has this happened to you? And it's got like the dude on the bed like suffocating in the condom over his head. And he's like, well, don't you worry. Because new Trojan brand breathable condoms allow you to not fucking asphyxiate yourself with laughing gas. So That's the police awesome. won't find you, quote-unquote, naked on a bed wearing nothing but a condom over your head. <laughs> now with eye holes. <laughs> so like they some can... dude with a condom on his head whacks into a, like an overhead pipe and falls over. And they're like, has this happened to you? Oh, my goodness. That... Can't find the fun once you get the condom on? Try I bet his family's really happy that Trojan. they mentioned his name in the story. They were very specific about who he yep. was. Gave his address. Gary Ashbrook. Survived by his wife, <laughs> four daughters, <laughs> C- Cindy, Cindy Lou. Awesome. Oh, brother. All right. That Do you like... wanted to talk about the, uh, your this Barney is... Frank? Oh, this is like a mixed up metaphor minute kind of thing. Oh, okay. But it's not a mixed up metaphor. It's like, you know how I go through quotes in the news. Mm-hmm. This quote was... I guess I don't know what you want to call it. Like, I guess maybe dramatic irony. I don't know okay. what the word is that describes this, but Representative Barney Frank has been in the news lately mm-hmm. because, of course, I don't remember what his title. He's like a chairman of like the finance committee yeah, or something, yeah. right? He's like he's appropriations. So or something. since they've been having so much, uh, uh, there is not a financial g- services, right. financial services, House Financial Services Committee. And as soon as this guy opens his mouth, I'm like, he does sound he's ridiculous. A, yeah, I have no idea how he got elected character. with that voice, but who knows? Hey, Casey, and we're going yeah, to exactly, do some yeah. podcasting yeah, today. Exactly. And you're like, you can't make yes. fun of it. No, it's so can't. insane. Well, I could make fun of it, but yes, yes. Uh, we can make fun of it here on the Jeff and Casey show. Did he have a stroke or something, or is that just how he rolls? 
I think that's just how he rolls. The dude who got the, who had the stroke sounds even worse. Oh, God. But of course we've got that too. Like having a stroke yeah. in no way disqualifies yeah. you for serving. Well, the House of Representatives the is just yeah. The stroke guy's the group. in the Senate. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. All right. How, the stroke guy, I'm pretty sure, is in the Senate. Because the House is just flat out jackasses. The entire one. The Senate, there's usually like you say that you said that on many podcasts, and I'm sort of inclined to agree with you, but not really, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, you can get like a Senate run. Yeah, is a big deal. Yeah, House right, is yeah. nothing. You just have to pick the right district. Yeah. Is you basically just what need it boils down to. a few, a yeah. little time on your hands. Yeah. So right. it's like, oh, here's a town with no teeth at all total right. in the town. Yep. I'm gonna run there. Yep. Uh, so no, the. I don't remember if there's anything particularly uh, medical related about Barney Frank's voice, but I think that's just how he talks. Okay. Well, Point- it's nice that we, you know, cartoon characters yeah, exactly. can, can be employed. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to discriminate yeah. based on whether you're fictional or not. Yeah. That rascally rabbit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Exit. So- stage left. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, because of the whole uh, you know Wall Street meltdown and the bailout package and all this stuff, Barney Frank has obviously been in the news lately. So you've been hearing a lot more of those dulcet tones yes. than perhaps you would have otherwise. Calming the market when financial services in the you know in the house was largely relegated to like you know building bridges and museums and libraries in various places, no. like handing out money to various states. But now. No. It's actually front and center, so this dude's actually got to talk. Yep. What he said, uh, he, there was this whole thing with the auto bailouts, I guess most people probably have read about, but we have listeners all over the world, so they probably don't know about some of this. But anyway, our big three auto manufacturers, who are all three of them incompetent, Ford the least so, running all the way up to GM, which is yes. essentially in, completely insolvent and right. has been for some time. Uh, obviously, they're the only auto manufacturer. Well, and then there's Chrysler that is in the middle. They're well, they're kind of in the middle. They also uh, they they sell the least cars though at the same time. Right. So, like, well, that's like so that they're they're more profitable since they sell fewer cars. But dude, so pretty much selling the least cars out of the three of these guys is kind of like being like the skinniest person at fat camp though. Like it just doesn't matter at this point. No, I'm like, just saying that's a win. Totally- like like somewhere out there like. Is a car company that sells no cars at all that is like financially really strong. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, point being, these three auto manufacturers uh, need some help. Yes. Because they don't actually have any cars that anyone wants to buy, and it costs them like billions of dollars to manufacture each individual car due to yes. their like you know excellent union deals and so on. Mm-hmm. So as a result, they it's need, a million things. They are it's, asking, yeah, yes. there's everything. Yes. They're asking the government to provide them financing so that they can avoid going bankrupt. Yes. I'm not exactly certain I know why they need to be prevented from going bankrupt. I've never heard the actual argument. I've heard I think, them say stuff like, people won't buy cars from a bankrupt company, but I that never stopped anyone before. So I'm I not think, sure I what think that means. I think the biggest thing is they just don't want um, Michigan to turn into Mad Max, which is probably what happens about six months from now. They know work. how to build cars, and that's they'll all it. be out of work. And they might turn violent. Yep. All right, so there you go. So between now and like March, we either need to bail out the auto manufacturers or legalize weed because one we need the them other. to calm them okay. the fuck down. So one of these two the strategies will the work, fan, right? Okay. Yeah. One or the other. Anyways. Uh, so, with, with all of these things happening, they've been having lots of CEOs and other bigwigs testify before Congress, yes. and there's been all this sort of thing. 
And, of course, one of the big things that the Senate and the House don't want to be seen as doing yes. is giving out money to these companies whose executives are super rich, right? right? This looks bad PR-wise yep. for them, right? So they've had all these weird things about, like, demanding that the executives don't fly there in private jets. and just It's just stupid shit right. that I don't even have any idea what has to do with anything at all. Because these right. are the same people who these whose asses these people were kissing, like, moments ago. Yep. All of a sudden, they, like, want them to, like, drive, like, you know, a uh, hybrid car to, to the White House or whatever. <laughs> So Barney Frank issues a statement when he was uh, <clears throat> talking to the press, and he says, uh, and he's chairman of the House Financial Services Committee, and a longstanding critic of executive largesse, in quotes, said the bonuses tallied by the AP Review, this is the Associated Press, mm-hmm. amount to a bribe to get them to do the jobs for which they are well paid in the first place. Right, talking about these CEOs. So sure. saying that like executive compensation and all this stuff and all these like bonuses and things we shouldn't have these because these executives are already paid well and obviously they've done a poor job so they shouldn't have them right yeah. so he goes on to say most of us sign on to do our jobs and we do them the best we can said frank a massachusetts democrat we're told that some of the most highly paid people in executive positions are different they need extra money to be motivated <laughs> so what i'm wondering is did he stop at any time during saying this and go wait a minute that's just like me (laughs) normally i don't do a goddamn thing but then like people send me on these junkets and they take me out to lunch and they give me all these like campaign contributions and then i might actually do something that's in their interest well i kind of but if i just have to fucking show up and do something like based on the people who voted for me well i can't seem to get that going well i read it it i read it kind of in a different way that's equally bad which is which is he's saying that's why the senate and the house sucks Nope. No one. Nobody good would work here because they're not bribed, they're bribed. enough. Exactly. So anyway, yeah. But they are bribed enough. That's exactly I, what I'm saying. I think they're I, bribed plenty. Regardless, he didn't think through what he was. No, saying. he did not. They're going to go bankrupt anyway. So. Are they? Just a, well, just a no. Of you time? just figure like, hey, maybe this buys them nine months. But like, yeah. You know, they lost. Like Toyota and GM both sold. 30, uh, $37 billion worth of cars last yeah, year. Yeah. They're ne- exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. GM lost $17 billion. <laughs> Toyota made 12 <laughs> So you're kind of like 14 yeah. They're getting Whoops. like $9 billion GM. Yeah. It's not going to help. Yeah. That's no, like a drop in the bucket. Yeah. They can lose that by January. Yeah. That's no yeah. problem. We have no trouble with this. Well, that was uh, the thing, too, when they originally testified before Congress – uh, one of the reasons that they did not get a bailout package at that time was because they didn't actually apparently have any accounting. They were just like, we need $9 billion or something. <laughs> and, they said, and they're like, what the do number- you need it for? And they're like, that's a really good question. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure it's $9 billion. Now, the interesting that thing was, was that Congress totally- got mad at them for that. Yes, They didn't get mad at the Federal Reserve or the Secretary of the Treasury when they said we need $700 billion. And they said, what do you need it for? And they said, we have no idea. It's just like it's like <laughs> a teacher and you're unprepared. Yeah. And you're like, I think I can wing it. Right. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. And then they start asking you questions. Yeah. And then you're pretty soon you're just, oh, yeah. I'm doomed. And then yeah. you give it up exactly uh bridge yeah. to terabithia is about <laughs> this some people is... building a bridge in wartime and they need to make it so that the soldiers can cross 
the Terabithian people yeah, were exactly. a proud people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, Native Americans. That liked to cross <laughs> and build fantastic bridges. bridges. This book of 390 pages. pages. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah. F no, the, minus. <laughs> sometimes you can get away with it. Yeah. One time in, in history class, we were writing a book review. Um, my friend made up the book. Oh, completely. the book did not exist. And did a book review. That's the way to go because right. then the teacher can't possibly be familiar with it. Then to take it another level, yeah. I took his book review and then wrote a book review based on the information that was in his book <laughs> review the next week. <laughs> and I got an A- minus and he got a B plus. And wow. that's when it turned bad. Did you guys ever spill? No. Okay. So you just wrote on that. Here's how bad it was. Yeah. The main character in the book that we reviewed yeah. was Remington Steele. <laughs> <laughs> he still didn't catch on. Nobody pays any Boating attention. In, if you're no. reading thirty high school kids book reviews, are you really yeah, and no, like you you're, it's a it's a skim, you know, best yeah. case. Yeah. This wasn't like this was when Remington Steele was on TV too, by the way. <laughs> this wasn't like, oh, maybe he doesn't know who Bo and Luke Duke are. This was this on was, TV yeah, right. at the time. Now so. what did Remington Steele do in this history book? He was a spy. <laughs> 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 of course he was. <laughs> I should try awesome. to find that. Oh. Yeah, that does sound like a pretty good book review. So we finally have had all our snow melted today for the uh, first well, time in about a week. that's not entirely true. Well, on the slush 17th, is gone. On 17th Avenue, there's still slush everywhere. Really? That's correct. You still have something. That's correct. And Kirkland is pretty much gone. We hit yeah. about 49 degrees today, and it all melted. And this has been two weeks of just absurdities. Yes. Of going on. Yes. Well, we Seattle was snowed in. I'm right. sure everyone heard about it on the news because it was made right. worldwide shocking footage of people canoeing down the streets yes. and buses getting jackknifed over freeways and all yes. this kinds of fabulous stuff. So I want to talk <sighs> about some things. Yeah. Because I had a lot of frustration driving. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm from Utah where we have lots of snow. Yes. You're from Massachusetts yep. where you have lots of snow. Yes. We are transplanted here. Yes. As a lot of people are in Seattle. That's a lot, correct. A lot of people move But here. a lot of them are from, like, California and shit. And they all have lost their fucking minds. Yes. Because I don't know what's going on here, but in the middle of the snowstorm... Okay, so first off, I have more insurance than you. Pretty much in general. Yeah. Not than you specifically. Yeah. But than the you... The general you. Anybody out there driving yeah. around. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, I can hit you if you're an asshole. <laughs> That's what it means, okay? So, let me tell you. I'm going to give you some tips for driving in the snow, okay? okay? And if you don't follow these tips, I can hit you, okay? okay? okay. The number one. Yes. If I there can see this podcast two, getting subpoenaed, yeah, like, well, not long from now. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Because I was ready. Yeah. There were a couple times I was really ready. Okay. If there are... Two trails in the snow. Yes. And there is street, snow chunk, yep. street, snow chunk. Yeah. Where would a person drive <laughs> if they wanted to not get stuck? Right. Hint, the part that's the road. Right. Okay. The number of people I followed that were... Not straddling the thing, but driving right down through the middle, and their cars like getting jerked violently yeah. left and right. 
Stay on the street. They make it worse because then they push the shit over into the street thing. Well, you know how, like, uh, they have, like, chupacabra and stuff like this like the crazy like demons yes. and all that shit like or wherever in like mexico or some crap okay. like this or god knows where the fuck brazil i have no idea uh-huh. somewhere south of here yes right they have these crazy things quetzalcoatl i don't fucking know a chupacabra something right yeah right. exactly anyway point chupacabra. Me, yeah exactly in seattle from who, the people that i've talked to anyway black ice is that Oh, right. Right. They think that black ice is like this magical thing that could occur at any any moment, moment. anywhere, and instant death. Like, if you drove over black ice, you're just going to die. Your car's going to, like, start spinning around. No, it explodes. It's like acid, and it just explodes. So I'm guessing, in my my mind, I think that these people were probably like, oh, my God, stay away from anything that's dark, because it (laughs) might be black ice. That I've heard so much about. Like, it might be black ice. I don't know what's going to happen. If I'm on the snow, my car's just going to slip a little bit. I understand that, right? But this black ice shit. I have no idea. I have no idea what could happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Disaster, moment. right? Yeah. So that's that's, I'm thinking that's why they're avoiding that's... those those pavement patches that might otherwise actually I allow see. them to drive. Okay. Yeah. Um, for pedestrians, couple tips. Yeah. Um, don't jog or walk on the road just because the sidewalk's a little crumbly. Yeah. If you do, and I'm driving along, I can hit you. <laughs> that's allowed. Okay. Here's the thing. It's already. It, you know, in Seattle here, one of the big things is they decided that the way they were going to deal with the snow was rather than clear it, they were going to pack it down. Right. right. Yes. Because compressing it will somehow yeah. make it more traction worthy. Right. Well, there's no difference at the at the end of the day between hard packed snow and asphalt. Yeah. Chemically, they're very similar. Exactly. They have all the same properties. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, there's lots of racetracks in the world that are made of hard packed right. snow. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was their the plan. The Snow 600 is one of my favorite oval tracks, <laughs> exactly. really. It's really good. Unfortunately, Everyone starts and yeah, wrecks on turn exactly. one. They just Five, 599 <laughs> of, those, of those laps are rarely completed. Right. The winner's the guy in Except last place. Except for the play, pace car. Because he yeah. was the last one to crash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, don't jog or... Or, hey, I, you don't want to get your shoes dirty and you're willing to trade your life right. for it. Maybe if I'm coming, you could get on the sidewalk. Just for a second and let yeah. the car pass. Because we're on the packed snow and, like, having some idea that, like, if I hit the brakes, like, yes, anti-lock brakes are going to kick in. But you slide Eventually, a little. Yeah. Yes, you <clears throat> slide a little. Like, other thing, when the light goes green, people just go. The yeah. hardest packed snow is at the intersection, people. Yes. That's where people always slide. I slid into a couple crosswalks these last couple weeks. Yeah. And the people are just walking. I'm like. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I almost hit them, but I'm okay if I do because (laughs) I will hit you if you do that. I was going to say you slide into crosswalks normally. So I don't see that being a difference in snow driving for Jeff Roberts. Okay. um, If you drive a Hummer H1 and get stuck, you lose your Hummer. Okay. Okay? I don't hit you. You just just hand in your keys. Where does it go? Who does the Hummer go to? I think it's just crushed down, right? <laughs> it's given to the troops. <laughs> that's true, because the H1 is more armored than anything they have in Iraq, Yeah, right, probably, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I figured. Yeah, I saw an H1 off the road in a ditch. Wow. And you're like, How do you do that? I have no idea. I was driving by in the Prius, and I'm like, this is like it's some awesome kind you drove of joke. by yes, in the Prius. Exactly. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Hummer. Uh 
Um, the other thing I'll say, if you have rear-wheel drive and you go out yeah. on packed snow right. and get stuck, you're on your own. Okay. Nobody's Nobody should push you. Okay. You're just fucked. You're okay. an idiot. All right. If you're a fat guy and you're driving <laughs> and you get stuck in front-wheel drive... If you're fatter than me, yeah. you're pushing, not me. Everyone's fatter than you. No, I saw a dude the other day. He yeah. was being pushed by the guys behind him because yeah. he tried to go right up okay. on the 85th, which right. is slippery and dry. Like, yeah. if you've noticed, you just hit the gas there, you'll slide a little yeah, bit because yeah. it's like oil and stuff. Yeah, it's not good. He's stuck yeah. there. The guy probably weighed 350 pounds. You'd think that would have been enough weight to push the car down. Yeah, the normal that, force right. should increase the exactly. stack friction coefficient at that exactly. point. Well, not the coefficient, but the, the stack friction force. Should so be, he was in his car higher, while yeah. there's a whole bunch of skinny dudes pushing it, and I was like, this is not fair. He should get no, out dude, and push. They, you just explained the physics of why the fat guy well, should, he should be in the car. No, he should be in the trunk then, yes. jumping up yes. and down. That's okay, that's acceptable too. He should be in the trunk, yes. yes. So, so driving tips from the Jeff and Casey show. A, Jeff can hit you. B, fat guy goes in the trunk. Have I summarized it? That's it. Pretty much. That's it. That's all oh, of our and tips. If your Hummer gets stuck, you lose your you Hummer. You lose your Hummer. Those are the three tips yeah. that you've pretty much, uh, if I could boil them down. Yes. That's what you said. No, it's been crazy. If you can close the trunk. Oh, that's, that'd be the fourth, that'd be the fourth driving tip. Keep a rope in your car in case you can't close the trunk on the fat person. <laughs> to tie, to tie it down. Right. To tie down the hood. The, the, the trunk. You know, Just a little head yeah. poking out. Yeah. It fucking sucks, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like feeding him corn dogs and shit. It's like, I, we've almost got enough traction. Get a turkey in here. Does anyone have a roast turkey? That was awesome. Bacon's his favorite. So, uh, this dude that got shot at the movie theater the other day. Yeah, I knew this you were going to This has been in the news, up. yes. Well, I knew you week. were going to bring this up because uh, this is something you would do. This I've is... seen you physically shove another movie patron yes, for talking a... during, like, Star Wars or something shitty. Yes. It like, did it not doesn't matter, matter if you no. talked through it. The, and actually, there's a new thing. There's a new thing that's starting to bother bother me almost as much, which is people who text during the movie. Yeah. So it's all dark, and then the text like lights up the three rows. Yeah. But yes, no, I've gotten into many a physical altercation. Altercation at right. the movie theater. It's yes. one of my biggest pet peeves. Right. This guy took it to a whole new level. Well, I see this right. guy's your new best friend. He looks. He's a pre-arrest. Pretty much like say, a pre-arrest to me, though. I know. I, I, I was hoping you. when I opened it, he'd be a normal-looking dude. He's not. No, he looks. He looks like a gangster from Grand Theft Auto. Yes, yeah, actually, he's, yes, he's that's a exactly scary what he dude. Looks like. He looks like what's yeah. the dude in that? What uh, dude? Dimitri. What's the main guy? Oh, oh, uh, uh, I can't hmm. remember his name. I don't remember his name either. Yuri. But I don't I remember his Yuri. name. Anyway, who knows? Who's it? Oh, he's Russian. His name's probably Sorry. Yuri. They're all named Yuri. It's fine. Exactly. Don't worry about it. Anyway, no, his um, name is no. His brother's name is Roman, right? Is that the one that gets kidnapped or something? I, I haven't played it know. yet. I um, don't care. It's yeah. a terrible game. Anyway, continue. I'm gonna try it on the PC. Go for it. I've been waiting. Um, I can only hope that the control scheme on the PC is as wonderful as it was. On well, the you console. know me and playing first-person yes. shooters. It doesn't matter. Right. I will spend. My gangster again yeah. will spend most of the time, time staring at looking yeah. at like the manholes yep. on Liberty City, yep. right? 
the manholes of Liberty right. City. The the Grand the Theft Auto Skybox rendering yeah. system yeah. will get a workout when I'm at the controls. So they should have you should have a screenshots page, and it's just always the sky or the ceiling. That's all the screenshots. <laughs> It's like Jeff confronts the mob boss on the east side, and it's like some some fluorescent lights, right? With, and they're like with, a midnight the chase, subtitles? and it's like a star, some stars right. like up in the <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, no. What what what's kind of amazing about this is that on the internet, it's like hey, wait, the... how do we know this isn't actually like a realistic depiction of like you in a fight? Like maybe when you get in a fist fight or a gun battle. You're just you're looking up. Like maybe what? you just immediately look up at the it's sky. It's not like maybe you're actually it's, it's Stevie Wonder yeah, in a fight. Exactly. Or something. It's totally. Like, that maybe that's what he you look like me every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he never saw it coming. All right, sorry. Let's get back to this story. So yeah, the thing that I thought was funny about it was just that um, it's almost split equally with the people that are just you like... You haven't explained the story yet. You want me to explain it? You haven't said anything about the story. Okay, well, the story is simply uh, this dude. He's watching Benjamin... There's nothing simple Benjamin... about this story. What? There's nothing simple about this well, story. Let me explain the story. All right. Okay, so they're watching uh, Benjamin Button, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Right. A man and his a family... A very violent, aggressive film. Yes. Get your the blood The Curious pumping. Case of Benjamin yes. Button. So, right. so he's... Yawn-tastic. Stop it. So he's watching it. There's right. a person a few rows down that is him and his family, a man and his family, right. are talking. So the man does what everybody does in this circumstance, yes. which is throw popcorn at the children. Right, yes. <laughs> That's how it started. Mm-hmm. He started throwing popcorn. So it always starts with the popcorn. Yeah, the popcorn throwing. Yeah. Um, this is what happened in Iraq. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. How, we should just take their popcorn away, and things will settle down immediately. Exactly. Um. Uh, so they were talking, and finally he uh, started having words with him. Yeah. The guy claims, the victim claims that he stood up to protect his children. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's not what happened. I don't okay, think that's continue. what happened. Yeah. Um, and so the man who was um, offended by this talking just pulled out a gun and shot him in the arm. All right. Right. And so then the kind of interesting thing is he sat back down to watch the second half of the movie. Right. Just – you know, that's just something that happens, right? And you have to deal with it. Well, presumably the guy and stopped then, talking at that point. Yeah, well, I'm so sure he, he could did. So he could enjoy the film. And started screaming. Yeah. And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. But no, the, the interesting thing Should've I thought- shot him in the mouth. <laughs> exactly. The thing that I thought was amazing is that on the internet, there's uh, a pretty good split between people who are like, dude, he's my hero. Right, right. And uh, no, he's just a complete sociopath. Yeah. But- it does not seem to be along what you would normally think would be the red state, blue state kind of line. I know many... Well, it's probably the opposite, right? Maybe, but like you'd think that the blue staters are like, hey, gun control, except in movie theaters, which right, means yeah. like, you'd get issued a gun yeah. or taser probably, preferably. On entry. On entry, yeah. right. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking the more liberal you are, the more okay you are with guns in movie theaters, and the less okay you are with guns I elsewhere. <laughs> Right, that's what it sounds like to me. I see. So like, I'll take some Junior Mints and the thirty-eight special. <laughs> Ten thousand. Would you like ammo with that? Yeah, exactly. No, the guns are cheap. The ammo is expensive. I see. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the candy is really expensive. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's gun- half price Dillinger Day at the <laughs> Cinerama. 
maybe a candy cut. Now, um, I just, so sorry, I, I hate to hold up the line here, but like, if I'm in the balcony seats, is this, am I going to be able what? to actually get someone down on the lower level with this? Oh no, could I recommend this sniper rifle for you, sir? For, yeah, exactly. If you're yeah. a pie. No, they'd probably be the upsell. I, you know what? I did that totally wrong. Yeah, that's true. It's probably true. like, I'll like, take the 38 special, and the dude's like, for only $5 more, we have right. this lovely sniper scope, <laughs> which will allow you to take care of anyone in the lower floor. No, no, no. Would he, like, the, the small popcorn version of the gun would right. be like 45 Magnum. Right, yeah, right. yeah. The medium yeah. is going to be like some 12 yeah. day shotgun. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And then the large is a bazooka. Right, or something it's insane, something right? It's it, right. The small yeah. is going right. to be like and Dirty you get Harry. Free, you get free ammo refills with that one. Exactly. With the bazooka. <laughs> if you actually manage to fire all of the ordinance that they give you with that one, <laughs> then you get free. You can come back out to the lobby and you're like, dude, I'm out. I'm fresh out. That's awesome. And the back wall is still standing. All, everyone's just hiding behind seats. It's Nobody's the curious case of Benjamin Button. How important could it have been to shoot the guy for talking? Talk about uh, principles. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I wonder what the founding fathers would have said about this. He said he's I have no awesome. idea. Like the right to bear arms with respect to this particular incident? The right to enjoy it's Brad not, Pitt? Yeah, with, exactly. <laughs> without being interrupted. Exactly. It's like, I don't know, yeah. 27, something like that, amendment? I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to keep track of which it one. It is hard to keep track of them all. Are you in favor of this? Yes. At the movie theater, such thoughts have gone through my head. Yes. Right? And so it's good that I don't carry a concealed right, yes, weapon. Yes, it is very good that that doesn't happen. But it's also more like I would want to do it um, stealthily so I could get away with it. Right? There's right. no sense. I mean, like. So you want he, a silenced weapon to the back of the head? He didn't get to see the end of the movie. Right. In my, that's what you need to fix. Gotcha. Right? What you need to do is suck it up, make it through the movie, and then follow him home and take care of him then. Okay. That's what you should but do. No, that was the real but problem. This is what I'm saying. Silenced to the back of the head. He just slumps over in his chair. No one knows he's dead till I he see. doesn't get up at the end of the picture. Well, That's what, what it seems like is the What right I maneuver, was thinking right? is that all of the seats should have controls on the armrests. That can just drop the, the seat out or what? No, that they're electrified. All the seats are electrified <laughs> in the theater. Okay, you all have a control. Voting authority over And everyone, and like once five people have keyed in that seat number, <laughs> he gets shocked, right? Yep. It would be awesome. I you know, see. I, this is going to be a reasonable experiment. You know how like the gun dudes are always like, look, if you have a gun, the criminals are going to be afraid to enter my house. Right. And that's enough of a all deterrent. Right. You, you right? think are people going to stop talking now? No, because that's how, how deterrence works. No, it's not. Right? What's going to happen is that the talkers are going to start carrying their own guns. Right? <laughs> so it's just going to get worse. And then when they're carrying guns, they're going to be even more brazen about it. Right. Right. So pretty soon you're just wearing full-on uh, bulletproof vests if you just want to go see Wally or something. You're just like... Ah, uh, you know what? I really want to see that yeah. movie. I'm not but sure my, it's my, my bullet for. Yeah, I'm yeah. just yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. I, I think I'll bit torn it. Yeah, it's totally. way safer. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's what the movie theater dudes are always talking about. The movie going, the communal experience. movie going yeah. experience. It adds that's something. not really what they had in mind. It's also awesome that it wasn't. It'll in... It'll keep you on the edge of your holster. Right. Yeah. It's awesome that it wasn't in like a Will Smith or Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Right, I would have. That's what yeah. I would have expected. But the curious case of Benjamin Button. Yeah. Not maybe would, would not he was a Fight Club fan, and he just went to it right. and didn't know what he was in for, yeah. and he was angry because yeah. like this, there's no fighting in yeah. this at all. 
So, what do you think the next movie will be that someone shoots someone? Through? Steel Magnolias. The Twilight re-release. Two. Twilight Two. <laughs> you know what? What is the deal with? Have you ever seen this? Where like you're gonna go watch a movie. And then they show some fucking charity ad before the movie, and yeah. some dude usually the come Will Rogers. Little, yes, yeah. I don't know who Will Rogers is, and I have no idea what his charity does, but I fucking cannot stand that dude. <laughs> Will that Rogers. That is the most annoying thing that I've ever Rogers experienced. Both Will and his horse life. can suck your dick, is what you're saying. I don't know who he is or if he has a horse, but that's fucking ridiculous <laughs> and offensive at some level. Like I'm gonna make a charitable contribution decision. When I'm sitting in here trying to watch a fucking film, I already decided to spend $10 on right. a completely frivolous pursuit. Now is not the time to hit me up for, like, you social should... thinking. I'm right. already not in that mindset. You Get should your just fucking throw... cardboard collection container out of my face. This isn't Just church. throw some licorice in there because, like, yeah. three strands would be, like, $10 worth. And yes. you're like, dude, <laughs> you can resell this to the next show exactly. and make a fortune. Don't spend it all in one place, but all right. There you go. <laughs> Oops, I only meant to give you two. Yeah. Take one back out of the box. Next time, okay, so I'm going to be a movie talker. Next time there's there's, no. a, there's a charity drive, just for the charity drive, oh, okay. I'm going to yell out, Will Rogers sucks in the middle of the charity movie. <laughs> awesome. Ugh, that is the worst thing ever. I hate that. <laughs> I never heard of that institute. Have you even ever heard of them outside of a movie theater? I bet they don't fucking exist. Well, no, he's he was he was an actor, so that's why you see him in front of movie things. Couldn't have been very good because I ain't never heard of him. He's westerns. You're not a western. You're shaking your head. What? Was he a radio guy? He's like a humorist. Yeah, but he did he, but he did uh, on your painted horse or something, right? Like, maybe I'm thinking of the the songs he said. No. The Jeff and Casey show accuracy what? meter is pegged as always. That's right. He was a humorist. Well, it's not fucking funny, his stupid charity <laughs> thing, all right? Awesome. It sucks. Speaking of theaters, we went and saw The Adding Machine about two weeks ago. We did see The Adding Machine. And we saw it because I saw a bunch yeah. of reviews saying this is the best play to hit Seattle in years. Now, and just so the people at home know, when Jeff says he saw a bunch of reviews, what that means is he read it in slog and then checked the Seattle Times. That's what he means by no, a lot of not reviews. The, yeah, we, I saw, yeah, bah, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, did in I get it right? Case, did yeah, I get it right? Yeah, right. Good. I think okay. I saw it in right. two. What he doesn't know yeah. is the Seattle Times has never given a negative review to a play ever in their entire history, <laughs> and Slog is completely fucking random. Completely random. Well, here's the thing. I don't understand how someone could go to this play and get anything positive out of it. Have right? you ever met any of the people who report for The Stranger? Dude... There, I don't understand. I guarantee you they don't have the same taste the, as you, okay, Jeff. Let's just put only, it that way. The only thing I would say that was good about this, yeah. and what's amazing, is you said the exact same thing. Yes. I was enjoying myself Me at too. the badness yes. knowing that you were ta- having to take it. Yep. And you were doing the same yeah. thing. We both were hating it. But enjoying ourselves, noted, thinking yes. that the other person was hating it worse. worse. Well, but I was. That means I we're both totally, sociopaths. Yeah. Well, we're that's both, true. We're both like this. I'm well aware we're, of that. We're both terrible people. But the thing is that I was fairly certain there was no way you couldn't be 
hurting worse than me because I have to see that sit through that kind of shit all the time, right? Yeah, you're you, used to it. I got fucking season tickets, man. Like I'm 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 taking it in the face more often than not. Okay, <laughs> this is like you thought we were gonna go to a like you never go to a play and you were like, oh, I heard this play is gonna be awesome. Your play is good. I'm like, no, it's not gonna be right. I'm thinking that in my head. I'm like, all right. It's at the Act Theater. It's like a limited repertory oh. thing that's there. I'm like, this is gonna be dicey. As it opened, I was like, oh yeah, this is this is gonna be sweet. It was like when you go up on the roller coaster and it's click 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 up to the top. The tension rises. It's like, oh, this is gonna be bad. I'm like, yeah, because I could tell by the lighting and the set and the way that people were walking around. I'm like. The, just the, the words avant-garde just came into my head, and I'm like, Jeff is going to fucking hate this. Well, the avant-garde that misses is, which is so Which bad. is pretty much period, yeah. Yeah. It, it, we went, well, yeah, when they came out to that crazy music, and they were, like, stomping their feet, yep. and they were working yeah. in some office. Yes. It was, oh, my yeah. God. The only thing that killed, I mean, it that was. That play was terrible, both was, writing but, writing and, and performance. Yeah, much. it was just it was bad, but. The but actors were good, though, it seemed like. Or the some of them. The only thing that, that saved it was I, I knew you were suffering, and then the only thing that saved it for you. That means we're complete. We're just assholes. But it also means hey, that you know we, were, we were mis. I told you about Guided this. assholes because our enjoyment was stemming from something that didn't actually exist because yes. you were enjoying it. Yeah, I know. It, it was, was just, like a mutual it was like, a tie off or something. Kind yeah, of situation. yeah, exactly. So the, Except we're not gay. I don't know how many times you have to say that on the podcast. <sighs> don't compare for, us to Burton Burton Ernie. Everyone knows the deal with that. <laughs> They're just buddies. They just they just live together. It's they fine. They just walk on the beach. Exactly. Um, and get each other pigeon presents or whatever you just no, said. And no, wear scarves. I was, I, uh, yeah, yeah. That just means that we were secretly assholes. The other reason. The other thing. I, I just had a, that same feeling the other day when i realized how big of an asshole i was and i think i told you about this yes i was driving to work in my new car yes my car that was more awesome than the old car right no i'm sorry no this is wrong. I was right saying, you got I it backwards you were driving i was driving the, right. my old car right which used to be awesome right but now i have a more awesome car right and so i was driving in the less awesome car right there was somebody walking along the road right who was checking out the car right teenage boy yep I'll just that's how that's how right. it goes. Yeah. He's checking out the car. Here's what went through Jeff Roberts' asshole mind. Yes. I went, What a dick. He thinks this car is cool. That's what awesome. went through my like, head. My other car is so much cooler yeah. than this car. I thought that and then I was like, Wow, yeah. I'm an asshole. This person's a dick for thinking my my Really expensive, but not nearly as expensive as my really, really expensive car is cool. Yeah. All right. That's, 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 uh, the only thing that I feel good about is the fact that I went through my head and then I immediately realized what an asshole I was and right. then drove very shamefully to work. Okay. And then, all five feet of it. Yes. For Two the blocks. four cars that you have. Two blocks. That you drove three feet yes. from the condo yes, exactly. to the office you were exactly. like oh good i drove shamefully so i'm less of an asshole now <laughs> <laughs> that's how i roll yeah oh my gosh yeah well for those of you who can hear uh our our studio guests today casey's folks are in here listening that's right and they my parents are here for christmas right and rich um hmm. had posed a question for yep, the podcast my dad yes and he said, "Well, he w wanted us to kind of do a new segment, actually, yes. which is 
would you or wouldn't you, I think is what he mm-hmm. sort of entitled it, which is where I'm not sure if it was just Jeff or if it was me and Jeff would be given a situation in which there is an action that probably should be taken but is not necessarily pleasant. Right. Would you or wouldn't you do it? The lesser right. of two evil kind of situation. So it's like, could you do Prisoner this? dilemmas. Thing X needs to be done. Are you going to, you know, are you going to lift up your skirt, grab your balls, and do it? Right. Or are you going to chicken out, yep. basically? That's or what go it home. Under. Yeah. Right. And what he proposed as the first one of these yes. was if you dropped your cell phone in a toilet. Yes. Would you reach in and pull it out? Especially right. because we know that Jeff is sort of romantically involved with his cell phone exactly. at this point. Now, I should point out that my dad sent a link to an NPR story, which is actually about this very incident, dropping a cell phone in a toilet, and it talks about someone having dropped it into an airplane toilet and someone dropping it into a train toilet, and just in general... Plane trains? not Apparently the train toilet one, the, they actually had to remove the whole toilet because he got his hand stuck in it. He couldn't God get his arm out. Damn it. He was trying that hard to get his to get his cell phone. Ah. So anyway, so the question is for you, Jeff, yeah. if we're gonna try out this segment as a little uh, a little test run here. If you were to drop your iPhone, which is second only to Angelina Jolie, as far as I know, right. in terms of things that you like, would you reach in and pull it out? Look, if I dropped like Maddox or yeah. Knox or what? What are the rest of them? Vivian. I could what? drop any one okay. of Angelina's kids in there. Okay. And I'd be like, boop. That's a damn shame. Okay. And it's gone. You're just like, ah, they're adopted anyway. Doesn't matter. I could drop the keys to my car in. Yep. Nope. They're gone. That's it. It's like, I don't care if you can see them. There's lots of situations. Like, what is the difference if you dropped your keys? into like a pool of nuclear waste and you right. can still see them. Right. The fact that you can see them isn't that different than knowing that like they're in some plumbing somewhere. Right. They're gone. Okay. If they dr- if and if it passes the water line. No, not the water line. No. 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 <laughs> Fuck no. Okay. The plane of the toilet seat, okay. right? <laughs> if you imagine there's a plane, if yeah. it dips below okay. there, if you lose it and then have to dip <laughs> below that plane, okay, you're fucked, right? Okay. No, of course not. All right. There's nothing okay. I would reach in there for. <laughs> nothing right? at all. No. Okay. No. All right. Okay. So it, as far as you're concerned, it's like the end of, of The Last Crusade. Where they're like reaching for Just the holy grail and they think they can get it. And yes. It's like no, that way lies madness. You just you let the grail go. It's lost for all eternity. That's fine. It's, you're just gonna have to deal with that. Yep. And move on. Yes. Okay. So Flash as far the- as you're concerned, there is nothing you can think of. Even the last iPhone known to mankind, like all Stephen Jobs has cancer and they can't make any more. <laughs> Right or whatever, and you're still like, nope, let it go, let it go. I'll get a BlackBerry or whatever. No, that that I I don't I don't understand even that it's a question. Okay, to me. okay, so like it's, it's, it's not it's not a debatable. It's, it's not a would you or wouldn't you. It's just no, a wouldn't you. No, you would like, not. No. Yeah. It, it again. It's like it's not a debate. No right. one should have that. Right. I don't even like thinking about it. Now okay. my phone to me is kind of dirty. I'm not going to put it by my head. 
This is no, it's just not the way it should go. Uh, okay. God right. damn it. <clears throat> no. I feces. Don't. You know what the number one rated iPhone app is, by don't, the way? Yes. You God do, don't damn you? it. Yes. I fart. Yes. It's a $10,000 a day, apparently. Yes. $10,000 a day for an application that just rips a fart when you push the button. Where's the iJizz? It's got a shake sensor. How come there isn't a little penis <laughs> on there that you just shake and shake and shake and shake and then it goes? I assume right? that it's totally the... just it's waiting on approval. It's yeah, waiting on approval right now. It will now. be waiting a long time, yeah, but approval. yes. No, that's just depressing. There actually yeah. is starting to get to be pretty good games on the iPhone. Field Runners is awesome. All right. <sighs> Thanks for that paid advertisement. Did you, cut, did you get a cut of that or something? Where did that come from? No, they're like making a. They're they're supposed to be doing okay. So par, the know. hard the hard part. Well, now uh, that you're pimping it out on the, the hard number part, one podcast. That's yeah. right. Uh, apparently, the hard part is just getting noticed. Tens of people watch this show, Jeff. That's right. And we're gonna to we're gonna double those. We yeah. can't even get people to write a review of our show. By the way, people. What? On iTunes. Well, before someone's going to write a review, you're going to have to get someone to listen to the show first I know. So to write the review. I know. So that's kind of step one. I have a plan, though. What's the plan? It's a secret Are you going to pay pay people to watch no. to listen to the show? Yeah, I could do that. Go the Just Microsoft like that's not route. a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's the Microsoft route. Yep, just pay people to yeah. use their shit. Yeah, no, make I, it up in volume. I do have a plan. All right. Um, let's see. Where are we at? Uh, I think we've come to the end of our yes. of our show, which means but you are going to do. That's we right. Have, we have a new segment. We have a new thing. We've come to the end of the show. An it's exciting time for a new segment. segment. Yes. Yeah. I like this one too. I was chatting with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> said this that was kind of, a few days ago. You kind of went into to garrison. Yes. Like, and there's a reason mode. for that, as you'll see in a moment. <laughs> I was chatting with a friend of mine, and I was trying to. Impress the fact that I grew up in a relatively small rural town. Right. And in this town, there are a number of issues that come up that probably would not make the radar of, say, the city of Seattle. Like someone's cow gets loose and is in the road right. and needs to be retrieved. Nine right? one. This is very common thing. Yes. Now... This in and of itself would not be that remarkable if you did not live there. Because you wouldn't get to see the cow stuck in the road and laugh about how ridiculous that was. But for the fact that the police, who are notified when anything right. at all in the town happens that isn't 100% identical to the previous day, keep a police log. And awesome. this police log is published. Awesome. Now, when I used to live there and we got the village paper... You could read the police log because it was printed, but since I moved away, all these what, you're missing out. Eighteen years. I don't know how many, how many years I've been gone. Fourteen years. Uh, now I can't get that anymore. Until two months ago, it turns out that someone has now started an RSS feed awesome. that has this police log. A plug. So while if, I was chatting, yes, a plug. So while okay. I was chatting with my friend, I was like, "Oh my god, I should search and see if now it's final. Now that the internet has gone everywhere, I should see at least I, I search and I found it. Awesome. And we started reading it, and it is epic, pretty fantastic. Yep. So I decided shit goes down and shit does go down in stow. So I decided to take a few of the more, shall I say, Tidings? spectacular. Sure. Right? Like, we're talking O.J. Simpson, you know, level Exciting. excitement here that goes on in, in Stowe. This is Stowe, Massachusetts, by the way, is the town, if anyone's curious. And 
<clears throat> I guess you, you will be after these. You will be, be like, after these. I want to live here. So mostly it has to do with people being extremely suspicious. Everyone in this town is extraordinarily <laughs> suspicious, right? So if anything happens, like, for example, there's a person walking down the street and you don't know who they are. They call the police. I see. Immediately call the police. For There's... example, 5.16 p.m., a caller reported a suspicious man without a shirt was in the area of Minister Pond. <laughs> An officer spoke with the man who was fishing. <laughs> awesome. Good thing they had that checked out. Yeah. Who knows what could have happened if an unidentified shirtless man was allowed to continue right. fishing unchecked he... in Minister's Pond? He might steal a shirt. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what would have come what? off next? Yep. He would have started throwing Very risque. He could have started throwing Suddenly fish at it's people. Cindy's Pancake House up in here. Yep. 3.02 a.m., a caller on North Shore Drive reported a Comcast bucket truck was outside her house. <laughs> the caller believed the man inside the truck may have tried to get into her house. Police spoke to the man who was doing some work for Comcast. <laughs> God damn it. This isn't just that they're yep. suspicious. Mm -hmm. It's that they're paranoid, They are too. fucking psychotic, okay? Some 72-year-old lady has no idea what cable is, sees this machine outside that looks like it has an apparatus for getting up to her second story. Clearly, it is there so that the intruder can break in and ra raid her, like, you no. know underwear drawer for all of the little like gold mint coins she's been saving since for nine since 1912 <laughs> anyway of Comcast course you wouldn't be saving something for 1912 if you're only 72 but well, we'll <laughs> we're not known go. for mass on, math here on the podcast now it doesn't have to be sometimes you get a situation like that where the truck is outside your house and i think we can all see why it warrants a call to the police just to make sure that everything's okay but sometimes you're just concerned for, for the people themselves, right? You're just concerned for the truck driver. For example, 11.44 a.m., a caller reported a large FedEx truck was about to cross the Sudbury Road Bridge. Sure. That's it. Yeah. End of the police report. Yeah. They're about to cross, cross the, the bridge. bridge. Can you can you contact FedEx? Yep. Have right now. put that into their little online system. Exactly. So that they can say on the log... When you're tracking the package, yes. they cross the bridge. Right, exactly. It's got that little readout of what happens mm -hmm. to the package as it goes, right? Crossing Arrived bridge. at FedEx Delivery Center, on truck for delivery, crossed bridge. Yep. That's, yeah, that's no... Public yeah. service. Last police log entry for you here, 9.20 p.m. And the reason that I put this one in here is because I don't want to give my town, you know, my hometown, a bad name. Okay. So I decided to show that the paranoia... And the fact that the entire town apparently gets involved as soon as someone takes off their shirt next to a fishing pond yep. also has its upside. Okay, sure. So this is a sweet, a little, yeah. you know, ended on a little, you know, sort of spiritual sweet note, if you okay. will. Okay, high note. 9.20 p.m., a caller reported finding a baby chipmunk on Warren Road and wasn't sure what to do with it. A message was left for the animal control officer. An officer picked up the chipmunk and will take care of it until it is old enough to be out on its own. God Isn't that damn sweet? it. They took care You're of the little the baby chipmunk. Yeah, this is probably the, the chief of police, by right, the way. Exactly. Right, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, probably what it is, is there'll be some crazy scandal months from now. Yeah. Where the chief of police is taking nut bribes. Right. Yeah, right. Oh, totally. Right. And yeah. it's all going to come out. Yeah. And this was not an innocent no. taking care of uh, at all. Yeah. 
turns out the squirrel and the and the police are have been in cahoots the right. entire time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So there you go. So it seems like there's a lot of paranoia. There's a lot of animals. Yeah. Yep. Are they mostly older people there? Is that no? I don't They're know that the there's mostly calling? older people, but it might be it might be mostly older people calling the police. Right. I don't know, but I don't know that they don't say like how old the caller was or who they were. They just the callers are anonymous in the log, right. perhaps by law, anonymous. Um, and usually most of the people are also anonymous, but the locations are not. So they'll be like like the Minister Pond or Comcast or whatever. Like those are are printed, but the names of the people are withheld. No, that is awesome. So. And that was just. Uh, one day's worth or a couple days worth? No, that was like a few weeks worth. Okay. That was like three weeks worth or something like that. That is. There's amazing. usually one or two. Like Things I a mean, day. the the actual log is way more mundane. <laughs> Someone called to report a mysterious vehicle, you know, driving down such and such lane. The police didn't find the vehicle. That's like ninety percent of them are like they didn't find anything. Like they just they had a report of something. They didn't find anything. That's like most of the log. Wow. So no, that is definitely coming back. All right. That is good action. Stow police log segment. <laughs> the segment that writes itself, ladies exactly. and gentlemen. We don't have to do anything for yeah. it. All right, everybody. We are close out of time anyway. Um, I guess what we should say is give us an email at Jeff and Casey. That would be at fabulous. Jeff and Casey no, at you, could Jeff you stop and it? Casey no, show podcast. Molly Rocket Shut up. Podcast Shut up. Dot com. It is podcast at jeffandcaseyshow.com or call toll included 425-296-3012 and leave a message for sean barrett and and let us know who by the way is visiting his family and that's why he is not with us yes. on this if you're miss if you're wondering where sean is real quick yeah i think i've told you this before what like what the faces people make when they program where i like yeah, I'm very angry at my computer. Okay, it's a battle. Yep, you versus you are the expect, code. You are very expectant. You are looking at your computer with your mouth open, kind of like really. Give it to me. Inquisitive or uh, anticipatory? Anticipatory. Okay, I didn't know Sean that. I've never looked in the mirror when I'm programming. Sean Barrett smiles. He has the biggest smile really? on his face while he programs. That's just sitting there smiling, typing. I think that's why he's a good programmer. Probably. The computer wants to make him happy, and he is happy about yes. it. I have tamed my computer with my anger. Yeah. He has tamed it with kindness. It's so, so loving, isn't go. it? That's right. Yeah. All right, everybody. Leave us a message. We'll be doing good no good soon, so get That's yours right. in soon. And uh, have a happy New Year's. And have a happy New From Year's. The Jeff and Casey Show. In 2009 is yeah. fine. Next, uh, <laughs> next podcast, right? All right, everybody. <laughs> Take it easy, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Yeah, bye.